0: this week we're talking about the beta for dragonflight as well as a leaked release date we're also asking the question does world of warcraft have a problem with their raid system coming up you're listening to the pew pew podcast by the light of a loon Welcome to the Pew Pew Podcast, that is the Triple P Podcast, Uh, Pew Pew Podcast, Triple P, uh, just don't call it the P.P. Podcast, i please begging you, do not call it that. Anyway, this podcast is all things World of Warcraft, where each week we'll get together, talk a bit about what's new in the week, and the scuttlebutt going around in the World of Warcraft community with your host, me, Jason. So each week, I'll give you a new episode, about 30 minutes long, so you can get in and out quickly, straight to the news, straight to the information that you need to know. Even if you're unsubbed from the game, maybe you're a Final Fantasy 14 player, you are a new refu- Wow refugee, maybe you're even playing, I don't know, Elder Scrolls Online, Old School RuneScape, Wildstar, just kidding, not that game. Anything else? This is the podcast for you. So with that out of the way, Let's jump into the news. So the biggest news we got from last week is that the beta for Dragonflight has finally come out. It's been public now. Beta is out. We are no longer in alpha. We are no longer alphas. We are now betas. I think that's what all the kids are saying now. So what that means is that we are one step closer to playing Dragonflight expansion. What does that mean, though? I mean, are we really even close? Well... There was a leak, if you don't know, quote unquote leak, Uh, could be fake, could be just a rumor, but it seems pretty legit that the Dragonflight release date will actually be on November 28th of this year. So we already knew that the expansion was supposed to come out this year, is supposed to come out this year. Who knows if it's going to happen? We all know that the last expansion, Shadowlands, was supposed to come out at a certain date they ended up pushing it towards, uh, I think it was November of 2020, I want to say. And people complained a lot about having to raid over the holiday weekends. When I say people, I mean 40 players in the top two WoW guilds. But seriously though, there were a lot of other people who did not like raiding over the holidays. And a little bit of foreshadowing and what we're talking about today. That may happen again. Uh, so yeah, this leak says that... The game may come out November 28th, and with the beta just now coming out last week and end of August, actually it was the first week of September that the beta came out, that gives us, oh, two months, September, October, November, two months, I guess towards the end of November, three months-ish in beta. Is that enough time? I haven't played beta, but what I've seen so far, what I've heard from people is that Dragonflight's actually pretty far along. Like at this point, people like what they're seeing. There haven't been any huge red flags like there were in Dragonflight. I would even say in Dragonflight and sorry, Shadowlands. Shadowlands there weren't huge. Well, there was a couple really big red flags for people, namely Covenants and uh not being able to swap out conduits whenever you wanted to. Uh in this case I think the biggest complaint that I've heard people say is that you can't use dragon riding in the uh, old content you can only use it in the new expansion content so I think all things considered that's a kind of a it's a pretty minor complaint I think that this can I I am all hopped up on hopium that this expansion is going to be released this year I really want to release this year because wow there just is nothing out this year right I mean like everything's getting pushed back I think we're still feeling those repercussions of COVID on studios, and everything's getting delayed until next year. It seems like so. Uh, if I want to be able to spend some my holiday time playing video games, I really need this game to come out. So yeah. So the rumor is it's gonna come out that it's going to come out on the twenty eighth. Uh, another part of that leak was saying that the pre patch would start on October twenty fifth. That would give us about one month in the pre patch, which is also Pretty huge. Uh, I'm pretty sure for Shadowlands, the pre patch was just a couple weeks, which was fine because the pre patch content wasn't really that big of a deal. But I actually think it's a really good thing that we're getting along pre patch if this leak is true. I think that pre patch signifies to a lot of people that it's time to come back to the game. Like there's things to do. I personally have a lot of friends who are going to be playing Dragonflight, and I ask them if they're coming back for season four. They say, what Season 4? I explain to them what Season 4 is. And then they say, I'll come back during the pre-patch. So, you know, if the pre-patch is a month long, it makes sense for Blizzard because, hey, that's an extra 15 bucks they can get. Uh, but also, I think it gives players a lot of time to get acclimated to the game, level up an alt they want to play, uh, you know, have some fun. Maybe even with the slime cap mount, I can convince my friends to jump into the raids. Who knows what ha- will happen? I think... You know, Season 4, it's kind of a bummer that nobody's really playing the game right now because Season 4 does a lot of things right. And I think that in the way that it's set up, allows players to who jumped out of Shadowlands halfway through, maybe even didn't even get to the first raid, they get an opportunity to actually see all the raid content before the expansion ends. So I think a month in pre-patch is great. And even right now, you know, they have this. uh, Another little side news was that a few weeks ago, Blizzard gave players who owned a previous expansion of World of Warcraft, uh, they gave them all a free copy of Shadowlands and the level 50 boost, which is really cool. So it gets people into the game who haven't even played Shadowlands yet. But the problem is, it's really hard to convince people to learn a whole set of new systems of Shadowlands when they're all going to be defunct soon anyway. So I think. In that time frame of a month with the pre-patch, if you can get your character up to max level and then with pre-patch, you I don't know, do we even have to worry about conduits, have to worry about all these little systems? Maybe if it's possible to do all the raids on normal difficulty without all that stuff, that'd be a great time to get your friends into the game. That'd be a great time to get your alts who you don't really feel like getting a legendary for or, you know... I guess at this point, everything else is pretty easy. Legendaries are pretty easy, too. You just got to cost. It just costs a lot of gold if you don't have a lot of gold. But it's just one extra thing you don't have to worry about, hopefully. So, yeah, I am totally in favor of a month-long pre-patch. I'm totally in favor of this 11-28 release date. And I am really in favor of this shortened beta. I think that the way that the alpha has been set up where they've been re- releasing content little by little each week, limiting the testing to certain zones to have the testing really focused. And, you know, they didn't show any of the cutscenes until the beta. The beta does have some of the cutscenes, which is a bummer. But I think they are hiding some story content up their sleeve. They're hiding some things that they didn't hide before, which is really good to see. I think that that will just make the launch of the game and the story content of the game, all that more appealing once it's actually out. We haven't, we, we, we as a community aren't able to dissect the entire game little by little uh, by the time that the game's out. So, so that's really great to see. So yeah, I am really in favor of that. Uh, the thing that has been drawing some uh, questions, some uncertainty among the player base is if the game comes out, 1128 so november 28th the thanksgiving is the fourth week of november which would put that on one two three four that put on the 25th of november uh 24th of november sorry so if this leak is true dragonflight will come out the following week on a monday that, that first week after thanksgiving Okay, that's kind of cutting it close, right? Some people, they're already off Thanksgiving. Maybe they want to extend their weekend out of town. Maybe they'll not be home. That's a little bit tricky. I can kind of understand that. Uh, if, you know, with the, with the raids, if the game comes out the 28th of November and they stagger out the raids like they normally do, which is about two to three weeks after the raid comes out, that means we could be looking at the first raid coming out maybe that the week of the 12th of December, which is two weeks before Christmas, and then Mythic Rating coming out the week before Christmas. That is making a little, some people, I think it's minority people, but still a sizable number of people, very upset, very nervous. They don't want to be playing, they don't want to be raiding over the holiday break. It's not that they don't want to be playing video games, it's that they don't want to have to organize a group to do a raid twice a week during a holiday where a lot of them will be out of town will be with family very difficult i understand that at the same time though i do have to say i think it's totally fine for games to come out around christmas time i understand that the logistics of it with the guild may be a little bit complicated but at the end of the day there's always been a raid out during christmas maybe maybe the raid doesn't come out right before christmas but there's always a raid going on during christmas and people either raid through that week with a skeleton crew or just skip it it's not a huge deal for the most for the most uh guilds out there especially like normal heroic guilds i think your guild's not going to fall apart if you take a two-week break in the middle of it yeah it might be a little weird but it's not the end of the world obviously the most optimal thing that Blizzard could have done is come out the game earlier, <laughs> you know? Like October would have been perfect. Uh if they came out with the pre-patch in September and the game came out in October, raids, you know, early November, that would be ideal. But unfortunately, we don't live in ideal in in uh in, blah, 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 in an ideal world. So that being said, yeah, we gotta we gotta play with the cards we're given. And I think that if I have to choose between Having the raid come out week before Christmas or waiting until January, I hands down would pick week before Christmas. I do not want to be waiting all the way till January, and I really don't want to be sitting there twiddling my thumbs that week I have off for Christmas and thinking, wow, I could be playing, you know, new Mythic Plus. I could be jumping into a pug for a raid, but I can't because, you know, the community decided that it would be easier to keep the guilds together apparently, if we start in January. So, I don't know. I think it's better for the player base the game, that the content just comes out at a normal cadence. I understand it's not ideal, but we don't live in an ideal world. People who have strong guilds, I'm sure they have had much more difficult uh, adversities in their guild, and they think that they will be fine. If your guild falls apart because you couldn't raid over the week of Christmas, I think that means there are other problems with your guild in the first place. And speaking of guilds, we are going to be talking about guilds again during our next segment, which is checking the doomsday clock. So checking the doomsday clock is our weekly segment where we discuss the thing that people are just absolutely molding over. We discuss, is this really something worth molding over? Sometimes yes, sometimes no. And then we play backseat developer a little bit and figure out what would we would what would we like to see in the game as an improvement or change. Uh, in order to make the community uh, more happy and the game overall better. So with that being said, let's check out the Doomsday Clock. Look at you, you idiot! Why are you playing this game? And therefore have decided to set the Doomsday Clock at 100 seconds to midnight. Running around like ants in Bobby Kotick's maze! Welcome to checking out the Doomsday Clock. On our first time ever doing this segment, we are going to be talking about, is raiding broken? Yes, is raiding broken? Hard to believe this is the topic that I chose, especially because so many of us, me included, think that raiding is the best part of World of Warcraft. It's the part that makes it kind of a leg up above other MMOs. I think that other MMOs do things better than WoW in a lot of different ways. I love Elder Scrolls Online because of the questing. I think that Final Fantasy XIV does a much better method of telling a long story than World of Warcraft does. Uh, you know, Old School RuneScape has a much, rewarding, much more rewarding progression system than in World of Warcraft. But the thing that World of Warcraft does that I don't think any other game does as good is raiding. The raids in World of Warcraft are huge they're epic they expand for multiple bosses you can they have di- multiple difficulty tiers multiple uh you can change the size of the raid team and the and the will scale to it uh there's multiple raids i mean sometimes i see of these other games they count like one raid every two years and it's just it, it blows my mind so raiding is definitely one of the highlights of the game it's obviously one of the big pillars of world of warcraft so why is it broken well, lately, with the Slime Cat issue, which if you don't know, whenever the Slime Cat was first announced as as a mount, uh, people thought that you would be able to get it in LFR because the beta said you would get it in LFR or well, didn't say you wouldn't get it in LFR. Uh, and then last minute, they changed it to where it said you had to do at least normal difficulty. And a lot of people were upset because they said they didn't have time to do raiding on any difficulty other than LFR. And to an extent... I agree with them. I think that there are major problems with how raiding is set up right now. Uh, raiding takes up a large part of your time. You need to dedicate, you know, at least two times a week in order to get through the raid because the raids are very long. And if you're not just blasting through the dungeon, blasting through bosses because you are overgeared or you're a really good team, it's very easy to spend, you know, four to eight hours a week inside a raid that's just you know on heroic difficulty and also you need to find a guild you need to be committed to that guild you need to be able to attend enough times or else they'll kick you there's guild drama there's a whole bunch of parts to it that make raiding very complicated that i can understand people saying you know what i just want to do lfr just let me just queue up and hop in do the bosses i need to do and then hop out zero commitment i totally get it so, I think in that aspect, rating does have an accessibility problem. At the same time, nobody really talks about this, but like, what happened to heroic rating? I really feel like, in a lot of ways, heroic rating's value has diminished little by little, and nothing shows that more than season four. With season four, especially with the uncapped valor, there really is zero point of doing heroic difficulty. I mean, you can with uncapped valor, you can spam mythic plus, have a much wider variety of gear to choose from. Once you get a piece of gear on any difficulty, you can start upgrading it with your uncapped valor that you've that you've acquired and get a full set of gear that's pretty much just as high as mythic rating level gear. It's insane. You could if you're pushed through, you can do that in one to two weeks, be fully geared, where heroic rating is very minimal to you. On top of that, you get a guaranteed piece of mythic raid gear from Mythic from Mythic Plus as long as you do one fifteen a week. Think about that. You're guaranteed a piece of mythic raiding gear from doing a plus fifteen. I would say a plus fifteen is about the same difficulty as a heroic raid, especially when you factor in the effort of the raid team, you have to join a raid team. You have to be consistently going to a raid team, showing up twice a week to a raid team, sitting around whenever people are doing dumb stuff and wiping. With the Mythic Plus, just five people, usually you can just pug the plus 15. It's not a big deal. You're in, you're out, just like that. So with that said, I think there is a huge problem with heroic raiding, and a lot of people have noticed this before. I think this is why there's so much contention between the raiding team sorry the rating community and the mythic plus community because of this weird balance between trying to balance the importance of heroic rating and mythic plus uh you know i think i say heroic rating because with with mythic rating you get really high level of gear that isn't uh you, you can't just spam mythic pluses to get mythic gear right you can only get that from your chest which is each week at most one piece of gear. So it's like you're guaranteed one piece of mythic gear from mythic plus, but with mythic rating, you have, you know, number of bosses times, like if there's 10 bosses, you have 10 time, you have 10 opportunities each week to get a piece of mythic gear. And there's like 20 other people or 19 other people 19 and you that you can like, you know, split gear with, they can trade it to you. If it's not upgrade for them, it's much easier to get mythic rating gear. I think, from Mythic than from Mythic Plus. And yeah, and then I can go through all the other difficulties, but I really just want to focus on heroic because like I was saying, I think that each raid tier has its own importance. Lafar, obviously, I mentioned, very easy to jump into and jump out. It's split up by wings. Normal, I would say, because normal is so easy, it's very puggable And that way it's you don't need to have a guild to do normal difficulty raids. Um, and you don't really, it's not required to have certain classes to get through, uh, parts of a boss on normal difficulty. Same thing with heroic difficulty too. But if we're being honest, a lot of us need that because we're not that good. Okay. Let's be honest. We're not all pro players. I'm not liquid. I'm sorry to say. So what can we do about this? What are some ideas that people have thrown out there? Well, I have an idea. Uh, it's, I call it the Jason's incredibly perfect rating plan because it's incredibly perfect and there are absolutely zero problems with my plan. Nana boo boo, sticker head and doo doo. I win. Anyway, Jason's incredibly perfect rating plan. Okay. So there's four parts here. I'm gonna go through each part and feel free to send me an email leave me a message on Twitter to let me know what you think of this plan holes you, holes you may find in it which i think will be very hard to do i don't know we'll see but yeah so anyway let me let me stop stalling i'll go ahead and plan first part mythic rating for mythic rating i'm this is going to Okay, I'm just going to say right now, please do not just uninstall this podcast when you hear this, okay? I will will explain myself. I know this is going to be very upsetting. There will be no Mythic item-level tiered gear in Mythic Raids, okay? Mythic Raids will still drop gear, but the gear that Mythic Raids drops is Heroic item-level gear, and it will drop a larger number of that gear than Heroic will, okay? So, say, like, Heroic drops one piece per boss... Mythic will drop two. I mean, obviously, obviously I think heroic drops like what two bought two pieces per boss. So m- sorry, heroic drops two pieces of gear per boss. Mythic will drop about four pieces. So d- about double the rate. You can f- mess around with that number however you want, but I- I'm just trying to get around the fact that mythic will drop more gear than heroic. So still in a gear incentive to do her mythic ge- mythic rating, but they both drop the same item level gear. Now, why is that? Well, Mythic rating is tuned for people that have fully decked out heroic gear. And mythic rating is all just about skill. It is going in there with the expectation that you're fully decked out in your heroic gear. And now it is just a test of skill. This is for the true Giga Chads, okay? This is all the neck beards out there that have each follicle of neck beard finely, finely grained uh, with, with, a I don't even know where I'm getting at. I'm trying to think of some sort of like fancy braid, but I don't know, but you know what I'm talking about. These are the, these are the creme de la creme of neckbeards. Okay. They're the ones who do mythic rating and it's all about skill. It is not about Titan Forge gear. It is not about who got, who did the most number of splits on mythic the fastest. doesn't mean who did the most number of splits on heroic possibly. You know, but I think that with the loot system, they're coming out with the need and greed system. It's totally fine for you know guild for the top two guilds in the world, Liquid and Echo, to spam and get all the heroic gear they need to be ready to just have mythic rating be a level of skill. And I think a lot of people who do mythic rating want it to be focused on skill. It's very competitive in a way, even though PVE isn't competitive. It is competitive at the top tier. People care about world first they care about their world ranking they care about their na ranking and having a focus on skill it still gives it a huge incentive for players to do it that's that's the thing it's like you don't really need to incentivize these players to get the best gear they're not there to get the best gear they're there to to get a ranking to get ranked in the world that being said there will be special drops for mythic rating they just won't be power related it'll be transmog it'll be cosmetics that are only dropped for mythic raiding you can think about the highest difficulty in final fantasy 14 i don't play ff14 but i do know that a lot of people talk about how there's this thing they do at the end of the expansion i think where there's a special transmog weapon you can get if you do the hardest difficulty of the last raid or I'm I'm probably butchering that, but I understand that there is like some special transmog piece that you can get from doing very hard difficulty of their version of a raid. And I think that would be great for World of Warcraft. Having that hardest difficulty be something that gives you a transmog. That way, people who are doing it for the highest hardest difficulty are just there to challenge themselves. And they all go in there with the expectation that I'm here to challenge myself see if I'm a good player and to compete with other players to see who is the best player because we still have the world rankings, still have NA rankings, hall of fame, you know, yet gear, but Smith, but it's heroic gear. And then on top of that, like I said, you get special transmog pieces to show that you are a elite neckbeard. Okay. That's heroic. That's mythic rating. Uh, Oh, last part of mythic rating. I forgot to mention once the tier season is over. It is just like Final Fantasy, where if you jump in there, it has a gear a gear stat template that automatically locks you at the like heroic item level. And no matter when you do the raid, you can jump in there. You're going to get that same template. And the only way you can get uh, the transmog pieces is by completing it in that gear stat template. That way it keeps those pieces of gear always very special. And everybody knows that no matter when you did it, You had to do it the hard way and the only way to get those pieces of of transmog. Okay, that is one. (laughs) Uh, Number two, heroic. Heroic rating, what I've been talking about. So I'm actually just going to lump up because we're kind of getting close to time. Heroic and normal rating because they share a lot of similarities. So heroic and normal rating, uh, each of them will drop their own tier sets of gear. So there'll be a heroic tier item level and a normal tier item level Uh, the one of the big changes i would make is i would break up the raid into several wings kind of like an lfr so players can select a uh, a wing that they like to go in uh, and they can go into any wing in 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 any order so it doesn't have to be it can't doesn't have to be like you have to do wing one before you can jump into wing two it's just if this week you want to do if if on tuesday you want to do wings four and two that's fine. And then maybe Friday you want to do one. And then like Saturday you want to do wing three. That's totally fine. That way it allows people to break up the raids into smaller chunks they like to. And they can even break it up to say, hey, maybe instead of doing the entire raid each week, we just do two wings per week. And that way instead of having to do, commit six hours a week, we just commit to one or two hours a week. You know, I think that's great. I think that you can kind of do that right now with. With the setting up uh, or, or carrying over your 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 lock from from a raid from the previous week, but the thing is that whoever carries that over, uh, they're not able to they're not able to re-obtain gear from bosses they killed in the previous week. So it kind of creates a problem. So I think just eliminate that problem by making it into separate wings, just like LFR, but make that make that winged kind of system for normal heroics so people can jump into the wings they want to. If they're, maybe they're, maybe the raid decides they don't even want to do the first three bosses anymore. They just want to do the later bosses. That's totally fine. It helps them save time. Uh, and then for lastly, LFR. So with LFR, again, please do not uninstall this. I'm just throwing my ideas out here. I think that they should get rid of LFR difficulty, but keep the LFR system. And they can use the LFR system for normal raids. So how would this work? Okay, essentially for LFR players, the exact same. You choose the wing you want to do. It automatically puts you into a group. Whether that group is one a group that is made by the system, or whether it's a group that say like if you're in a normal difficulty guild, if you're if you're in a normal raid with a guild and need some more players, you can queue your group your guild up your 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 raid team up inside the group finder. The LFR find you know looking for raid finder, and it'll just plop plop plop, put all the people that queued up uh, into your group. Okay, it's normal difficulty. Normal difficulty is meant to be easy. You don't need to have a certain raid comp in order to do bosses. So they can just place you know if you're missing DPS, it throws DPS. If you're missing tanks or healers, it just throws those in there as well, and that should be fine. Uh, on top of that. So get Determination Stacks. Determination Stacks can still give, can still be granted to you. Uh, maybe put on 10-minute 10, 10 cooldowns so people don't spam Determination Stacks every time. Some people may say, oh, that just makes Normal too easy. Well, Normal's always been pretty easy, and I think that Normal should be forgiving because Normal is the entrance of raiding. I think, like I said before, a lot of people get stuck on LFR because they try an L, they try a Normal raid. It's too difficult. They feel like they're tired of hitting, hitting a, a wall you know, on every boss and just having to give up. Adding the determination stacks for normal will be great for the game, okay? It's okay for people to to incentivize people on a lower difficulty to keep trying and push forward. And I think that the determination stacks do a great job of that. So all in all, that means that there's only three raid tiers now, normal, normal, heroic, and mythic, and only two tiers of loot. Right, because Mythic drops Heroic loot, and then Heroic drops Heroic loot, obviously, and then Normal drops Normal normal loot. Whew, okay, that was a lot, but that's things on my mind, I've been thinking about that a lot. I do think that raiding is really great, but I do think that there's an accessibility issue. Asmongold, I know, has talked a lot about it. I've seen uh, Bellar talk a lot about it, Mr. GM talk about like faded raids and bringing back older raids back, which I think is a good idea too. There's just so much that could be done to make raiding more enjoyable, and I understand Blizzard's point of view, possibly, that you know raiding is... After all the crap that people give Blizzard, people still love the raids... It's like, why would you mess up the one thing that people love about the game? But, you know, there there are problems. And I think that that it's always okay to push yourselves and make something better, even if people think that, you know, it, it couldn't get any better than this. I think I challenge them to, to try to make it better because I think it could be better. And I think that it'll be better for the overall game if raids are more accessible. So remember, if raids are more accessible... That gives them incentive to do more with raids. Maybe we get uh, go back to Cataclysm and have multiple smaller raids. I would love that. You know, maybe we experiment with the raid right idea and go back to having like a ten-man raid and like an eight-man raid or, or you know things like that. So, so many possibilities. But yeah, I think that Mythic raiding, is, I think Heroic raiding need, need some help. And I think that too many people will feel like too many people feel like they need to do Mythic raiding. Uh, when they just don't have the skill for it, and they're just they they the they feel like that because heroic heroic rating doesn't give them the rewards the rewarding feel that they want because mythic plus gear is just so good that it kind of makes you think why would you spend this much time doing heroic rating? But then you try mythic rating, and you're like, wow, the, the jump from heroic to mythic is so high. I mean, just just the twenty man roster boss alone, like getting twenty people to commit every week, and only 20 people, like, oh my gosh, it is hard, it is hard to get more than 20 people, like, commit some committing someone to be a bench player, not fun, not fun at all, anyway, so the ultimate summary of that, check the doomsday clock, is rating broken, eh, it's not broken, but like everything, I can see improvements, and I think that uh, these improvements would help a lot in the game, Anyway, that's our show this week. Thanks again for listening to the Pew Pew Podcast. See you next time. Bye.